0: Got it. There was something that happened on that day, the day of Pentecost. You know, people all over the world is is talking about the the fall, the the pouring out of the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost, the the fire that fell. But it was also a sign of something. What was that sign? It was a sign. So see, as we tarry and get filled, Lord filled me with the Holy Ghost. That is a sign. Any answers? Uh-uh. Yes. His spirit is inside. Yes. It was a sign to the unbelievers. But what was that sign? Let me give you a hint. Peter said this is that? Uh, what was that? This is that which was spoken of? By who? By the prophet Joel. By the prophet Joel. That what? Yes, but, but he goes on he gets further. Yes. Pour out his spirit on all flesh. He's pouring out his spirit upon all flesh. But he said this would be a what? Uh-huh. He said, the prophet said, this is that which the prophet Joel spoke about that in the last days. That in the last days. In the last days. God's son, the last days. That he would pour out his spirit in the in the last days, so where does that place us? Now you can, you can, if you start thinking about it, when you look at it, when they were preaching and teaching on Jesus Christ, they kept making reference to him coming, right? Because of the sign that occurred, right? Well, when we go back, and I'm, kind of, I'm, I want to get ahead of myself in this, but when we begin to look at this. You know, in May 14, 1948, there was something else that happened. The preachers get up and they preach and you know that that those dry bones they can live in, and the single came together and the flesh came together and, and, and they begin to spin up and, and 1948, became the nation. In nineteen forty eight, Israel became a nation. Which again, so that was twenty, that was about five eighty-three. Uh, BC and then about 2600 years later Israel becomes a nation which is only 73 years ago for us so where does that place us at in the last, last days so as we look at that as we just remember just, just some disturbing pure minds you know that, that we are in those bible days We're in the days of of what the Lord has spoken. And so that means that what the Lord has spoken, even to Ezekiel, after what's going to happen, after Israel become a nation, has yet to appear, which means it's unfolding right before our eyes. There are prophecies and different things that are occurring. But I want to give this to you this morning. The Bible tells us in Revelation, everybody got Revelation, the first chapter? Yeah. Verse 4, 1 through 6, it says, John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is the God and the seven spirits which are before his throne, and from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth Unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood. He hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, to whom be glory and dominion and uh, forever and ever. Now the book of Revelation is a correlation of messages delivered in part since the beginning of time. The difference is what John is seeing is more complete uh, than what Enoch saw. Because Enoch prophesied and said that the Lord is coming back with ten thousands of his saints. But he didn't go into a a lot of detail. Uh, It's more than what Daniel saw because Daniel saw the rise of kingdoms, the Antichrist, the Messiah, the death, resurrection. And he saw the establishing of the kingdom. What Daniel did not see is the dispensation of grace, yeah, huh? which is where we are. Yeah. We're in the dispensation of grace, so this is a very, very, very special time. Very special. Yeah. The dispensation of grace is a very special time. Now, the writers of the Psalms spoke about establishing the kingdom of God, and so as I was I came to understand. You know, many times we read the Psalms and we're reading about songs, we're reading about prayers. And I'm beginning to understand that, that they were also prophesied and said, our God shall come and shall not keep silent. This is the 50th chapter. Uh, A fire shall devour before him and it shall be very tempest uh, around about him. He shall call to the heavens from above and to the earth that he may judge his people. Gather my saints together unto me those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice and the heaven shall declare his righteousness for God is judge himself now that's just one scripture that speaks about in the book of Psalms that brings to our attention that the whole message from Genesis to Revelation is about preparedness and so uh, John is giving this message John to the seven churches which are in Asia grace be unto you peace from him which is and which was and which is to come and from the seven spirits which are before his throne and from Jesus uh, from Jesus Christ who is a faithful witness to the, the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins and hath made us kings and priests I want you to focus on that he made us kings and priests during this dispensation of grace God has made us what? He's made us kings and priests. And so uh, to him be the glory. And so uh, just a thought. Just want you to bear this if you would. If you would highlight this in your mind. Or, you know, but uh, we are his royal diadem. Uh-huh. We're his royal diadem. And so uh, a diadem is a jewel crown. Or a headband worn as a symbol of sovereignty. And it represents victory. It is a mark of, of honor or a badge of royalty. And so uh, Peter uh, announced this to the saints, saying, we're a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people that we should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Right. Uh, which in time past, we were not a people. We, we recognized we was nothing. You know, uh, we were not a people of God, we, we, we were just doing whatever, but we obtained mercy from God, yeah. which made us a people unto him, and which is marvelous. Yeah. It's marvelous. And so the word marvelous means exciting. Yeah. You know, and, and so, you know, I, I often say, I haven't had have to say it lately, but when you, when you come to service, you are a course of milk on that cornflakes. flakes. Uh, you know, you are to pour some milk on those flakes and you know, don't be bringing down some more dry, and, you know, because it's exciting. Uh, we're, we're wonderful. And, you know, surprising and uh, astonishing. Uh, that, that is the, the life of what God has called us into. And so it means that you're in possession of qualities or characteristics nothing less than a miracle. Nothing less than being exposed to the supernatural power of God Almighty. It means that you are incredible. Somebody say incredible. 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 It means that you're amazing. It means that you're extraordinary. It means that you are fantastic. You know, that's how God looks at you. God looks at you as being that which he is, which is incredible. That's why the writer said that, uh, that we are wonderfully made. Because we don't really understand our, our makeup and everything that there is all about us. Because we're that wonderful. Right. The doctors cannot explain everything. Science has not been able to wrap their mind around the magnificence of God and what He has done with us. They'll pronounce somebody. Uh, we had a. Uh, um, oh my God, I'm trying to think of the mother's name. They had put a toe tag on her. Brooke. Mother Brooks Mother They put a toll tag on her and, she was in the morgue. and placed her in the morgue And then she got up right We're wonderfully made What right well, they'll announce God will heal Lord yes. oh, bless you Lord God We're wonderful. wonderful Because God has Made you wonderful Somebody say wonderful, wonderful. That's what God has made you You, you have to tell yourself sometimes, I'm wonderful Uh Yeah, uh you have to speak to, I'm wonderful, I'm wonderful. I am because God has made you wonderful. He's put marvelous inside of you. And so it's it's up to us to, to make sure that we maintain that quality. Yeah the uh, GIA GIA is the Institute of America they they, they deal with the, 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 the measurement of diamonds so you have a, a range from D to V you know D being the best uh, but uh, uh, there's also a, a GIA which is GIA which is a name itself Italian which means God is gracious I like that better right. God is gracious and, and so 2 uh, Timothy 2 19 says so uh, it says it like this that nonetheless the foundation of God stand assured having this seal the Lord knoweth them that are his and let everyone that name it, the name of Christ depart from iniquity but in a great house there are only vessels not only vessels of iron uh, of gold and silver but also wood and of earth and some of iron and some of different uh, if a man therefore purge himself what are we doing with purging ourselves uh, from these, uh, then we shall be considered a vessel of honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. So, like the diamond, you go through heat and pressure. You go through the uh, a great uh, to get the diamond to a point of mining. Uh, Get it to a point of extraction requires a violent act. And so they they refer to it as volcanic reaction or volcanic eruption. And so you got to stop and say, wait a minute. When I'm doing all that I know to do, I'm doing what's right. I'm following the word of God. I'm applying the word of God. I'm not just quoting it. I'm living this thing out. And the enemy coming against you is just a violent attack. To bring you to a point because God is about to extract something out of you. Bless you, Lord God. He's about to pull something out of you and bring you into a different place of being. Oh, my God. Bless you, Lord. So the Lord tells John, he says, uh, to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him. Which is, and which was, and which is to come, and from the seven spirits which are before his throne. And, of course, the message then to the church, the church of Ephesus, the church of uh, uh of Pergamos, and, and Ty- Tyra and Sardis and Philip and, and you know, and, and you know the rest. Uh, we'll see you. And so it's important to note the Greek and the, the greeting of grace and the greeting of peace that has been extended to the church, been extended to you, uh, the Lord speaks in Jeremiah 29 11 says for I know the thoughts that I think toward you I know what I'm thinking about you All right. you know sometimes we don't give God enough credit All right. but he said I know the thoughts in which I am thinking about you now oh thank you Jesus So if God is thinking good thoughts, uh, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you an expected end. If God is thinking that way about you, then how? What? How should you be thinking about the person next to you? All bless you, Lord God. If God is thinking about peace upon him. God is thinking good thoughts on him God is thinking not evil but well being upon him then when I look at him I should also be thinking peace I should all be thinking well being I should also be so the person next to you just look at him and say God bless you God. thank you, Lord Jesus God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. to give them an expected end God, God has expectations too why because that of his royal diademy Uh huh. Remember, uh, we're talking about we are his royal diadem. Bless the Lord God. Now, the Lord speaks to to John and says this Uh, He says, uh, that which is, and which was, and which is to come. Now, this is a reminder to John, a reference to where he, uh, uh, something that he would identify with. And and so sometimes we need a point of reference to better understand what God is saying. And so as I looked at my Lord, like, oh, why didn't you tell him this? And, and then I remember John. John spoke and said, "That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled, of the word of life. For the life was manifested; we have seen it, we have bear witness of it, and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and manifested unto us." He gave John a point of reference. And which John himself had already ministered to the elect lady, that he had already ministered to those that were faithful. He had already ministered to those that were the children of the elect uh, to, to, uh, to let them know, to let him know that I'm the one that you've been talking about. Yeah. You're not just seeing things. It's not a figmentation of your imagination. You're not just having a day vision. You're not just having a dream. But I want you to know and understand it's me. It's me. It's me. This was the similar experience that they had uh, as they traveled back and the Lord met them and blessed the bread in their presence and opened their eyes. And they said, my God, that's my, that's me phrasing that, Uh, but didn't our hearts burn as he opened us to the scripture? The strongest awakening of his presence will always be substantiated by his word. You don't have to, and I'm a firm believer in this. Now, I'm very firm about this. And that's, you don't have to believe uh, anyone, but you need to believe the word of God. All right. If they're speaking the truth, they're going to be speaking the word of God. Right. If they're not speaking the word of God, run for it's run. Right. You got to get out of Dodge. Right. Bless you, Lord God but they speaking the word of God is to bring you into a certain place of expectation It's to bring you into the measure of the statue of the man Christ Jesus and so he goes on to tell them that these seven spirits the spirit of the Lord uh, will rest upon him the spirit of wisdom and understanding. And, you know, the Lord made reference to the, uh, to the seven spheres, and you'll find that in Isaiah, the 11th chapter. That the spirit of the Lord rests upon him in the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel, of power, the spirit of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. The the first thing, the first one, the spirit of the Lord, the second, the spirit of wisdom, the third, the the spirit of understanding, the the, the fourth, the spirit of counsel, five, the spirit of power, six, the spirit of knowledge, seven, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. It shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord, and he shall not judge after his sight. It's impossible to have fair judgment without the dependency of the spirit of God. It's impossible to be fair in judgment without the spirit of wisdom, understanding, counsel, power, knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. if, If all of those were in place, then our court system wouldn't be messed up. If all of that was in place, people would not be incarcerated for no reason. If all of that was in place, then, then my God, the person that dragged them in would be the ones like they when they when they threw them in the fiery den, that, that after they was delivered, God uh, they were then assigned the same thing. Put them in the fiery den, uh, wrap them up and throw them and all they household in there. Because then it would be fair. Yeah. Without the spirit of the Lord, then there is no fairness. All right. And so the Bible, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible lets us know that this, uh, that this is a, a characteristic that will reside within God's diadem. His diadem is a reflection of himself. Just like the moon reflects the light uh, of the sun, right. then we also reflect that of God. And so the Lord goes on, and He manifests it and speaks to John, and says He has made us kings and priests. As I begin to think about it and to search it out, the thought was in my mind on Friday. And so as I begin to look at it and examine it and pray about it, it wasn't until Saturday that the Lord dropped it in. You know, and when we get the, the ministers, 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 as we stay in the presence of the Lord, as we. As we base, as we marinate, as we begin to seek, as we begin to, you know, that the Lord then begin to unfold and to reveal. That John himself was, a, was on the Isle of Patmos before the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. And so in his, in his situation in which others may have thought he was dead, God was bringing him life. God was not just bringing him life, but he was also bringing life to the churches. He was bringing life to all those that would hear. He was bringing life to all of those that would listen. He was bringing life unto everybody, bless the Lord God, that would keep what is written in the book. And so he brings him back to a place, uh, brings us into the place in which Isaiah speaks and says, that the Lord, the Gentile, shall see thy righteousness. Somebody looked at you and didn't see righteousness. But since God has redeemed us by his blood, now they see righteousness. Somebody will look even in that day and they're going to see nothing but the glory of God. They're going to see nothing but his righteousness overshadowing you. He's going to see nothing but his glory. You know, we refer to it as the Shekinah glory. And so when you're walking through the store and somebody sees the Lord, it is a fulfillment of Isaiah 62. When someone as you walk and someone says, You're saved, there's something about you, it is a fulfillment of Isaiah 62. When, When someone looks at you and you just to the room and all of a sudden you find favor. You know, that is a fulfillment of what God has spoken about you, that they'll see your righteousness. Uh, Not only that, but he said, all the kings of glory and thou shalt be called by a new name. A new name, uh, not just a name where the whole family in heaven and earth is named after, but there's a new name that's on its way. A new name that God is going to give, the Bible said, which the mouth of the Lord uh, shall name. And so there's something brand new that's in the horizon there's something brand new that that as you hold on and you bear in mind that that I'm not just a, a church goer. I'm not just another believer I'm not just somebody that's, that's spinning my wheels and uh, you know and just going to a service and going through motion. but I am the diadem of God I'm not just a, a person by name and I'm not just a carrying a title but the Lord God. The Bible said that I shall be called a crown of glory. You have to grab this for yourself. I'm I'm not just mother on the roll. I'm not just elder. I'm not just brother. But he said that we'll be called a crown of glory. And then he goes on to say that in the same verse, the third verse, and a royal diadem in the hand of God. This is what God is calling you. Mm-hmm. God is calling you a crown of righteousness. God is calling you a royal diadem. Yes. yes, Lord. So when we walk, we're not just we're not just as I said. When you look at Pastor Charlotte, uh, we're not looking at each other the same as we did before, mm-hmm. because we we have a more clear understanding that, that this is royalty. When I sit down next to it's royalty that I'm sitting next to. Well, when I when I greet you, I'm greeting you as a royal subject in the kingdom. I'm greeting you as somebody, not minimizing you or anything, but you are marvelous in the eyes of God. Yeah. Right. You're this royal deal, deal again. Jesus, Oh, bless you, Lord God. Yeah. Huh. Well, what did I say? It's, he said, in the, in, the, "In the day that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and lifted up, yes. and what filled the temple? His train. His train filled the temple. That train was all of. Uh, uh, say it. Uh, that train was all of. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, everybody, and I said. Uh, <laughs> is you scared to say it? that train is us? Yeah. All right." That was not a, a crochet or, or sewn garments of silk piled together or something. That train that filled the temple were the saints of God. It was us. That's what he saw. That same train, hmm, the, the Bible says Hallelujah. that the Lord is, is coming back. And as he comes back, he's going to be seen. And he's going to be seen in his armament. He's going to be seen in his, in his power of authority. And behind him were saints. That train. That train that's going to, that's going to spread across the sky. That train is going to spread. <sighs> but until that time, until that time I need you to to, to get this and, and to embrace this to know that that you're not just uh-huh but that you are a of the royal family the royal the, the you're the jewel that makes up the crown it's you it's you. See, when you look at the king's crown, it represents what? The victory? It represents the royalty? It represents the power and the authority? Well, when you look at the crown, when you look at the diadem, it's representing you. You are the representation of the power, the authority. You are the president, the, uh, uh, the, the visual victory. That Christ has over has overcame. Hey, Father. you all of that. That's why the Bible said, for the joy that was what? Yes. The joy that was set before him. He endured. He endured, he endured because when he looked and saw you. When he looked and saw the generation after generation after generation after generation after generation generation, bless your Lord. And there you were. Somebody else they didn't see you. Uh They weren't supposed to but he saw you. Oh bless your Lord Jesus. And when he saw you oh my God. that's, That's why when he was when he was praying and the, and the sweat began to fall off him like great uh, great drops of blood uh, he was looking at you then too Uh huh. when they nailed him on the cross and they said uh, let's watch and see if he, he can get out and save himself he can save others but he refused and did not do it he was looking at you oh bless your Lord Jesus oh my God, when he went down in the grave and preached to those that were sometime disobedient, thank you Jesus, thank you. my God when he preached to those that were sometime disobedient and they got out of the grave and went down the streets of Jerusalem and the people saw them and, and, and recognized who they were he was yet thinking about you and put a pause right there oh bless you, Lord oh God Oh bless you Jesus. He paused it. Uh-huh. And it's just it's just it's just a matter of time before he unpaused it. But right now there's a pause there. Oh bless you, Lord God. My God. Yes, yes, the dispensation of grace. It's paused right there. hmm So that he can bring many more. Now, you need to think about how big is this crown that's going to, how awesome is this crown, and the crown is made up of you. you. Oh, bless you, Lord God. Oh, that's what I, oh my God, I'm I'm, going to sit down, I'm going to stop. But but that's why I get so, I get so excited when I start thinking about And you know the, how, how jewelry and, and the, the beauty of it, and, and you know, and, and how awesome it is. And, and then my mind goes back to that emerald uh, of how impure the emerald is, uh, but yet it's deep and most valuable, yeah, yeah. which gives it that dark, deep color. Uh, that makes it that green instead of any brown or yellow uh, it gives it because of the impurities because of what you went through because of the impurities that was in you and God brought that out of you it makes you more valuable no, no, no. I got bless you Lord God God bless you